This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, and welcome into another episode of Heel Talk, brother. We're here, and I'm with my mega power brother, Soapy Muffin. How you doing there, brother, brother, brother? Oh yeah, I'm doing all right. The Mega Powers, brother. We're going to come in and we're going to smoke you up real good, brother. We're going to put you on the grill like some pola sausage or some hamburgers. And we're going to flip you left and right, brother. God, every time I hear sausage, I just think of the video where the guy dressed up as a... Oh, I forget who it is. Ask me about my wiener. That one? Not even that guy. No, it's, no, it's like... I forget the per. I forget who the guy's dressed up as because it's not the actual person. They mentioned yeah. something about sausage. Like, let's talk about butter sausage, butter sausage, <laughs> and like it's just they forget who it is. Someone out there has to know the video. There's no way I'm the only human being who knows this video. So this is a Mandela effect. You're the only one that remembers this video. You are from that time. I'm misremembering. He never said butter sausage in the video at all. <laughs> He said butterscotch. That's what he said. It was butterscotch, not butter sausage. But welcome into Heel Talk, the wrestling podcast of MVP right here on MVP Entertainment. I'm joined with Soapy Muffin. We do what we do each and every uh, two weeks. I almost said each and every week, every two weeks. And we talk some wrestling here for you. Got some got some good things on the docket. We talked about uh, Mercedes Monet. What were you going to say? I figured out it's Gary Busey. It's the video where someone dresses oh. up as Gary Busey. And he Is just it? keeps... And, yeah. Sorry. Keep, keep I going. I don't it remember was that. Me. I, I, don't I literally had to that. look up buttered sausage to find the video. Well, now I'm going to figure out where I'm at. Quick housekeeping. Discord, if you're not in it, Grace Community, down below. If you want to support us, Patreon, that's down below. Like button, sub button, down below. And, you know, comment down below, because that's what you do. But, Soapy, before I ask you what we're talking about today, there was one thing we forgot to mention last show. And that is that there's a little bit of a rivalry starting in the wrestling universe. Somebody out there was paid to start this rivalry. But not going to say paid by who. But uh, well, to be fair, for a while, it was a one-sided rivalry. It was a one-sided rivalry. But Soapy now has a challenger that has entered the arena. And I'm not going to say the name, Soapy. I know you have the, the the little small clip that we are allowed to play. We can't play the whole video because we can't use it for commercial use. But uh, let the people know who's picking a bone with Soapy Muffins recently. Yeah, shout out to anyone who recognizes this voice, by the way. Well, 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 Soapy Muffin. Well, here's the thing. I was going to say who it is. I'll ask you, do we tease it here? Let them comment down below who it is. And we find out next, next podcast. Or do we just tell them who it is right now? Oh, let's let them figure it out. Okay. So let us know who you think that is. If you know that voice, because let's be honest, he's not, uh, he's well known, but like, he's not like super. I was going to say he's pretty, he's pretty well known. He's pretty well known. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's just say, uh, we might have some pulled strings. We might have to have a podcast. One day I don't show up and it's just like we, we just have this guy pop in and you have to do a podcast with him. That's it, just you guys oh, together. That'd be, that'd be such a train wreck. I'll be completely honest. If we ever got him on the show, that's how I would pitch it to him. Like, hey, 
Usually it's Soapy and I. I'm not going to be there that day. It's just going to be you and Soapy, and that's going to be the podcast. <laughs> uh, or or I let you do like 10 minutes, sweat it out, and then I come in, and it's like, okay, it's a normal podcast. But what we're going to say, you know how awkward that would be? <laughs> I just get thrown to the wolves, like, all right, I figure out how to talk to them. It would be the best. Soapy, you, you, you used to study how to be a wrestler. We're, we're shooting you in right into promo class. Right into the promo. Yeah, throwing me right in. <laughs> Push you in. Go ahead. Throw have me a, in the deep end. Have a heated promo with him. At least it's not The Rock. But what we're really talking about is uh, we, we got some AEW, some WWE news. We're going to start in the world of WWE here because. So what sparked this in my head, Soapy, is I saw a tweet today from I believe he's one of your favorite in the wrestling Twitter verse. And I say that sarcastically because correct me if I'm wrong, elite rockers, you are not a huge fan of, right? No. Yeah. So it's, he, go ahead, go ahead. For context for anyone who doesn't know, I constantly complained about the internet wrestling community, <laughs> specifically the extreme tribalistic fans on uh-huh. both sides. Like mind you mostly just cause they're all annoying. Mm-hmm. Don't be a tribal weirdo. Just mm-hmm. be, you know, like, that's the opposite of Roman at that point. And he's the tribal chief. Don't be the tribal weirdo. Yeah. I, dude, there was one reel I saw on Instagram that made me laugh where it's like wrestling fans. And this guy's watching Disney on ice and he goes, what is this? Look at this. Disney can't even sell this. They have to tarp off that area. Dude, Disney's done. Disney, Disney's going out of business. Dude, they're over. They're done with. But they can't even sell out, sell out the house here. <laughs> And it's just like POV wrestling fans be like. Yeah, well, there's that. There's also the other one. It's like a South Park clip of when mm-hmm. like they're playing the uh, when they're playing their fantasy game or whatever. I forget what they call it. And they're walking by and they put like a bunch of WWE faces on like the main cast and they walk by and they're like, what are you losers doing? Play Lord playing Lord Lord playing AEW All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. The fact that there's people, even under that video, that don't understand, it's making fun of both. Yeah. Because it's one group of losers calling mm. another group losers. We're all losers. Oh. I, I hate I hate to tell you, if you're a fan of either company, I hate to break it. Welcome to being a loser. Yeah. I mean, wrestling fans in general, we're, we're our, uni- our own unique breed. It's like, here here's an example, Selby. And... Wrestling fans will like, this is a conversation that happened before we started the podcast. I told you about a wrestling shirt that I want to buy. You said, man, I'd wear that. My girlfriend who is not a wrestling fan. I told her about it. So I'm like, Hey, would you judge me if I bought a pink shirt that said I'm hot on the front and toodles on the back? She's like, absolutely. I would judge you. (laughs) But guess I mean, what? Dude, it's Tiffy care. time, so we don't right. care. Tiffy time. We, it's always me, Tiffy time. Me and my homies stand for Tiffy time. We love it. But yeah, the, me and my homies always know it's Tiffy time. <laughs> we always know it's Tiffy time. But the thing we're looking at here, Soapy, is I saw a tweet from him, and it kind of irked me. It kind of, I felt personally attacked by it, even though it was not about me. It said, Damian Priest is a world champion, and it had four pictures. Alberto Dorio is champion. Jack Swagger is champion. Uh, the Great Kali is champion. And you can't hinder the gender as WWE champion. Dude, this this really upset me because I'm like, 
am I the only one in the wrestling universe that believes that one Damien should have a successful cash in? Cause I feel like a lot of people are like, ah, just let him fail the cash in. Doesn't matter. Get the briefcase off from, or the, like the small, I think Jake is in this where it's like, Ooh, let Finn screw him. And then stuff with that where I'm like, no, don't complicate it with that. Am I the only one that thinks he can cash in, be successful and have a decent title reign as heavyweight? I, let's be honest, heavyweight champion before he eventually loses it. Yeah, it's I'll definitely say I am on the opposite side of you of this of like, I, I will I will preface. I really do like Damien. Mm-hmm. My thing is, though, when I just look at him and to be honest, I know people are going to be like, this is a cop out answer. Like, he, I'm not trying like. People will say I'm not trying to give an actual answer. Uh-huh. But to me, when I look at him, I don't see world champion material. And like I'm not trying to say that in a mean way. It's like just the way he's presented of where like I'm trying to find a way to explain it in like the right way of like He's overshadowed by mommy. Yeah, well he's overshadowed by mommy. Realistically, they've kind of had him playing second fiddle to Finn for a while now. Yeah, but that's kind of changed recently. Yeah, I mean, everyone plays second fiddle to mommy at this point. Yeah. Like, everyone in that group is second and third fiddle. But like I'm saying, like, but recently like, it seems like Finn's kind of taken the back seat, even in their tag team. Yeah. Where it's my thing when it comes to that is just mm. to, like, I look at it this way, of where, where Damien is currently at, I don't view him as a guy who could be, like, a long-term world champion. If he's a mm-hmm. champ for a month or two, fine. Fine with that. But my, th- I don't think like oh like he could be a year long title reign mm-hmm. because the main thing is and because I agree with what Jake said about it mm-hmm. of where Jake said that for Money in the Bank I mean mind you I also vary from you guys from Money in the Bank I think they should just get rid of it at this point I uh, dude it's my favorite it, that and the Rumble are my two favorite pay per views well I mean hey we then uh, massively disagree because yeah. I really don't I, like Money in dude the bank. I love Money in the Bank. Like, because I agree with Jake in the sense of where when Jake had said, like, you know, they need to start putting the briefcase on people that are like actual main eventers of like, mm-hmm. for instance, like someone like Drew should have it. L.A. Knights. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm also much lower in Sammy than a lot of you guys are. Like, I like Sammy. Eh. Like he, he, he could have had his Kofi moment, but it got overshadowed by Cody. Yeah. Or it's just, you know, it's one of those situations of, mm-hmm. you know. He was the guy that I think it's flash in the pan, like he's good for the roster, but like not tippity top. Mm-hmm. Like he and Damien, I think, are the same sort of way. Like, I think I've massively changed my perception on Damien if he was doing something more interesting. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is right now, to me, I think Judgment Day, well, Judgment Day, Judgment Day has yeah. gotten incredibly stale. Because I think at this point, of we're like, we're starting to see. Tom and Rhea not interact on TV anymore. Obviously, that's for people on the internet being weirdos and actually harassing Buddy Murphy about it. Mm-hmm. It's like Buddy literally could be like, "Hey, Rhea, go be a star in Australia," and everyone's like, "You know, Dom's piping your girl, right?" Like, like half of the comments are that. It's like you guys know the fact that you know that's not real. Kayfabe does not like it's fake. Wrestling is fake, guys. Like, 
It's people are just you 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 bring you bring up a good point though that I want to say with the judgment day. To me, if Damien or Damien is gonna cash in, to me the first thing you gotta figure out is what are you doing with Judgment Day? Are you breaking them up or are you keeping them together? Because there's a part of me that goes, if you're keeping them together, have him win on a cashing at Mania. We hold all the gold. Do do that shtick again. If you're having them break up, though, I can also see let him cash in because then it creates a power struggle where it'll be the first time. Like if you have it to where Finn and Damian night one lose their tag team belts to I'm going to say DIY because that's what I would want. So DIY wins the tag belts. Then you have mommy night one loser title. Night two, Damien cashes in, takes the heavyweight title. There's a power shift with within that stable now. For the first time, Rhea doesn't hold the gold and somebody else does. So there's a part of me that goes you can go either way. Plus the thing I'm thinking about, if he cashes in on that heavyweight title, there is beef between Drew and Judgment Day. Drew has said this is his moment. This is the WrestleMania that he didn't get at 36 because there were no fans. If Damien comes in there and steals that moment from him, there's your feud. There's your feud that you can carry all the way to August. Bash at Berlin. And that's where I would have Drew take the title off of Damien at Bash in Berlin in late August. Yeah, I definitely think that I think the main crux of this entire thing is going to end up coming down to how are they going to going to manage Judgment Day? Because mm-hmm. I know I think you may have been there for the conversation because I know I was having it with Jake, mm-hmm. and I don't remember who else who all else was there. Where I said I'm like I personally don't think Judgment Day benefits almost anyone in that group anymore. I think mm-hmm. Dominic is the only person that it benefits. Is mm-hmm. JD? Let's be real here. They've, they've turned him into a joke. I'm yeah. actually disgusted with how they've treated that man. Mm-hmm. But like, because, one, let's be real here. The best part of Judgment Day right now is our truth yeah. And it's just because he's funny. Do you think... Tru- do you think they're going to do the thing that everyone thinks they're going to do, where it's like, Awesome Truth wins the tag belts at Mania off of Judgment Day? I think so. <sighs> I think that's what they're going to do. Am I the only do. one that doesn't want that? Oh, no, I don't want it either. Okay. Mostly because I am very anti-nostalgia when it comes to wrestling. Of Let's be completely honest here. I'm at the point of where, like, I love our truth I love mm-hmm. him. I'll miss him when he retires. Mm-hmm. He's also, what, 52 years old? Yeah. Doesn't look I it, I don't though. need him being a tag champ. I mean, yeah, he doesn't move like it. But, he like, doesn't that's look it either. He looks young. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean, though, of where... He's at the point of where it's like, okay, like, I was fine with him being the comedy spot guy, because that's what he's really good at. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know. To me, personally, I don't want to see that. I think that's what they're going to do. And, like, I just think that after this mania, start taking Judgment Day apart. And it's just because of the fact of, I think, it handicaps what Rhea can do. Mm-hmm. Because I also think it's the, for the longest time, when you had her attached to Dominic's hip, that's why Rhea's title fit, if I could speak English, good. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's why Rhea's title reign has been really meh. And it's because of the fact of most of the time she's not feuding within the women's division. She's feuding yeah. within the men's. Because any time that someone goes to feud with Dom, realistically, they're actually feuding with Rhea. Speaking of that, though, I know that I, I read it somewhere that Rhea made a comment that, like, she could win, that she would like to win a men's title, all like China did. I really hope they don't do that. Worse, like, she wins the IC title or wins the um, heavyweight championship. Like, I really don't want to say, like, the Attitude Era was different. It's where we, like, did stupid things like that. I don't want that to happen. And like what you said is spot on. What are you going to do a judgment day? I'm going to ask you though. I'm going to put you in the Booker booth. You're now triple H. Let's say Damien cashes in at WrestleMania and is successful. That's where your booking decision starts. How far do you have his feud go? Do you have it go till backlash? So a month. Do you have it go until July? And money in the bank. Do you have it go to late September or not late September, late August and bash in Berlin or past that? Those are your four choices. I would say, and now this is just with how, because I'm going to tie in him losing the title mm-hmm. with Judgment Day falling apart. Yep. I would have it that it's money in the bank, so he gets at least a two month reign. Mm hmm. I would have it that the way that they break up is that Dominic accidentally cost him the title. In some way, shape, or form, either Dom or Finn, whether by accident or purpose, however you want to book it, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would probably do on accident for Dom, because then that explains, like, okay, like, why would Priest would be pissed? Because obviously, he lost his belt. Mm -hmm. And then it would be, you know, the group kind of having to, you know, try to reconvene, like, which they kind of did at one point. I forget mm-hmm. exactly why it was happening of, like, half the group hated each other, half of them didn't. Because I know they did the whole thing where, like, I know I think the main part of it was when Finn kept fighting Seth for, like, five weeks in a row, mm-hmm. and I got tired of seeing it. And Damien kept teasing that he would come out and do something, and he never did. Because I sometimes question if Damien remembers you can cash in the thing sometimes. Yeah. But, like, they kept doing the whole thing of where it's, like, the Judgment Day started to fracture apart, and then Rhea had to bring him back together. I'll be honest, I, I think... thought he was going to cash in at Survivor Series. They got yeah. me there. Yeah, I mean, I think just with him cashing in, if he wins, mm-hmm. which realistically, I mean, probably will happen, I think having it so he is the fundamental reason why they fall apart. Mm-hmm. because the fact that obviously you know oh they finally got what they were going for this entire time yeah like they hold like the title even though realistically no one really cares about the title but you know, like oh they hold the title so like they're super important again guys look mm-hmm. look at them like they're doing oh so good and when he loses it like i said i would have it that he loses because of either Finn or Dominic, don't do JD. If you make JD the scapegoat, well, I have some mean things to say to you, uh, Mr. Levesque. I have an idea that just popped into my head, and I want to hear what you think of this. And this kind of goes into what 
you said you want and what Jake has told us when we've talked to him about it. So Damian Cash is in at WrestleMania. He's the champ. Your feud at Fastlane is Drew Damian. I give Damian a successful match win, a successful defense. Feud's not over. Drew's not going away. Money in the bank. This is where it's like, if I beat you again, you're done. What I would have happen, Judgment Day can get involved, and this person's group can also get involved. Gunther wins money. Gunther wins money in the bank. He would lose the IC title at Mania. He wins money in the bank earlier in the night. He cashes in. He takes that away from Drew. Boom, you get Gunther Drew for the title at Bash at Berlin. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think you could do something like or, that. Or is that, let's be honest, is that f***ing Drew too much? I I do think that kind of does Drew pretty dirty. I definitely think that, like, I think Gunther will be champion for quite a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's just going to keep going until fans finally start getting bored of his title reign. I, I think he's a favorite to win the Rumble next year, and then... Oh, absolutely. He yeah. should be. If I see, <laughs> if I see, see Homelander win it, one story first. If Homelander wins it again, <laughs> I swear. Well, if Cody doesn't finish the story this year, then Cody's going to win it a third year, be the first one ever to win it three years in a row, and then finish the story. And because Cody has so much <laughs> adversity going against him, right, guys? You know, winning it's not like Rumble his own brother times. is tired of this. <laughs> yeah, it's not like everyone and their brother is tired of this already. Mm-hmm. But no, it's I think that I would like I don't mind that. The only thing is though, Gunther doesn't strike me as a like, oh, I'm going to cash in. Uh he strikes me as the way that like he that Biggie did it, of where he's like, No 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 no, I'm not gonna cheat it. No, I'm using this to actually get a match. Mm-hmm. Like that's how if Gunther wins it. I could see, obviously, I don't even know if he'll be in it. I mean, well, WWE is no, such no, a... No, no, Biggie didn't do that. Biggie cashed in after Bobby Lashley. Because I have it here, it says, defeated Bobby Lashley after after a big ending to win the championship after Lashley had successfully defended the title against Randy. It was on Raw. Who am I, think, who am I thinking of then? Um, is it is it, is it new Theory? shall not be named? Yeah, it's Austin Theory. Is it Theory? Is Theory the last no, no, one? No, 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 no. He used it. No, theory so, cashed in afterwards. Yeah, curb stomped following a tat. Wait. Uh, theory, theory was defeated by defending Seth Rollins after a curb stomp following attack at the ring. I think it might have been Austin Theory because he might have been like, hey, I want a title against Seth. And then Bobby got involved, speared him, curb stomp. Brock's I have it here. Brock's was the so Seth and Becky had that mixed match challenge against uh, Lacey and Baron where whoever won both titles were to move because Seth and uh, Becky were champs. He hit an F5 on Seth after that match and took it at Extreme Rules. Okay. Braun Braun Strowman was the uh, the match with the fiend with Mick Foley as the special guest referee where Roman came out. And that's where we got the, the first image oh, yeah. of what the tribal chief would be. Oh yeah. That's when Roman came out with just, he just had a contract to get the title because 
And uh, continuity is something. But yeah, no, it's... Gunther strikes me as the he would use the briefcase to actually just get the match with you. Mm-hmm. Because Gunther does not strike me as the... Oh, well, like, I'm going to wait until you're hurt to beat you. He's like, yeah. no, I'm just going to beat the crap out of you. Yeah, I like, I don't know. It's such a weird situation with Damien. Mm-hmm. Because the problem is when Damien first got called up, mm-hmm. I was way higher than Damien than I, yeah. you know, than I am now. Well, and he had the bad, the bad Borny match, and they were, like, really high on him. Yeah. Hey, let's reward him for it. Yeah, and that's the thing. To me... I look at it this way of, like, I appreciate, you know, them acknowledging that, you know, Damien Priest did a really good job with Bad Bunny and made him look incredible and gave us a really good match. Mm-hmm. My only thing when it comes to that, though, is was it really worth them being like, you get money in the bank, which is something that, like, you know, could elevate you to that next level, but realistically, mm-hmm. you're not really done anything to get to that level yet. Like, that's my thing of where... It's like when I'm talking about like him first getting called up is like mm-hmm. even pre judgment day. Yeah. So like I think it was what he was IC champ? You IC US, whatever he was. US. Yeah. Like when he first got that and he first got called up with the Archer Infamy gimmick and mm-hmm. he had all of that stuff, I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, you have a solid building block to build off of. You know, let's keep it sorry, I keep bourbon like no one's business today. I'm real okay. gassy. Yeah, sorry, I had to say it like that for uh, for anyone who doesn't know. I had to cover my mouth like twice to yeah, tell myself we're perfect. It was the United. Yeah. So in and the main roster, he's been U.S. champ, two time Raw champ, uh, tag team, two time SmackDown tag team, uh, and then NXT North American. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Is to me, I think, and like my view. Overall, I don't mind the Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, the Judgment Day to me has only benefited Rhea. Well, they've run their course. Yeah, they've ran the course of like you can't have the five million matches against Edge anymore because he's mm-hmm. not there. Yeah, like you already kind of sailed the ship on Finn being champ because he kept losing every time he had a chance. Mm-hmm. Damien's really the only other one, and every time he's had an actual match, he keeps losing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so this is a group of losers, aside from Rhea. Like, this is, it's the thing I don't like the WWE does with the with the money in the bank mm-hmm. when they give it to the kind of mid-card talent, is they just book them to be losers, then all of a sudden they win the title. Well, yeah, and because I, they tr- I'll say this, like, you look at the last ones, Austin Theory, first off, Anybody who cashes in on a mid-card title, you're stupid. You're stupid. Like, no, no, you go for you go for the main title, that's why you win the dang thing. Uh Austin Theory, humiliated. Big E though, very very strong in his cash in. Then yeah. I hate I hate how Wikipedia puts the Miz because we're erasing out of history that Otis had won it. And then they didn't know, Oh, what we're going to do with Otis. So let's do something weird. So we put it on the Miz so that we can have him be the champion after he cashed in on what drew McIntyre. And then you had Brock Lesnar before that, before that was Braun Strowman who completely got screwed out of his Baron Corbin. Another mid Carter didn't cash in successfully. I'll ask you in 2016, would you have counted Dean Ambrose as a as a mid-carder or a main dude? 
by that point, it was mid-card, but that's also because they fumbled the bag with him. Because he, he did cash in on Seth. So what, that's your first mid-carder that successfully cashed in? The rest of them, Baron, Braun, Austin, Otis, either got the briefcase taken away or failed? Yeah, it's, it's just the problem of, this is why you don't put in a mid-card talent. Mm-hmm. Because the fact mid-card talent is in the mid-card for a reason. Like, because to be honest, I mean, like I said, with Dean, Dean was kind of the, I word it this way, he was like prime Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. in the sense of where prime Dolph was either mid-card or t- main title, whatever you needed him to do that week. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of where Dean was hanging out at. This is pre him getting his absolute stupid gimmick, which, yeah. one of these days, we have to do an episode about just stuff we absolutely hate in wrestling. <laughs> because the end of Dean's, like... I am dead serious. The mask, like, the gas I mask. Need... Not even just that. The fact that genuinely... I forget that existed. Like, the fact that they took Dean, who, by the way, like, mind you, one, Seth is still the best member of the Shield, by far. It's not mm. close. Like, Prime Seth is by far better than the rest of these guys. Like, making that crystal clear, Yeah. by the time the Shield broke up... Mm-hmm. Because by that point, like, once, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. was, I mean, I can't say broke up for the final time, because the S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. reassembles like the Avengers when there's a problem. A.K.A. when Triple H shows up, they're like, guys, 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 we have to get involved. <laughs> we have to get involved. We have to put our, yeah, we have to put our differences aside to beat up <laughs> Triple H's team. But, like, sorry, I'm not going to go on that rant. Mm-hmm. As much as I want to, I don't want to go on that rant about how uh, they did Dean so dirty. However... Going back to Damien, to me, I think Damien's going to fall into that same category of, like, people have already started to cool off on Damien, mm-hmm. so people are already tired of the Judgment Day, of where it's just like, okay, cool, like, if he wins the belt, yippee, we just, we go to a champ that, like, mm-hmm. no, oh, Seth tries to elevate the title, and the title just went down in value a lot more. Well, you know what else I thought, because, so... Everyone that's thinking Drew, not Drew, uh, Damien's going to cash in. It's like, oh, he's going to cash in at WrestleMania because that's a big moment. Do First off, do we want to step on Drew's moment? I mean, they probably will. No, no, no. I'm asking you, would you want to avoid that because you wouldn't want to step on Drew's moment? Like what? What's no, more important, Drew's letting moment. Drew having the moment? Or having Damien step on it because that creates maybe a better story. I think it's just give Drew his moment. Mm-hmm. To me, I look at it this way of Drew was robbed of that moment, you know, due to COVID. the pandemic. You know, it's let Drew get the moment. I know people would be like, oh, it's a better story. It's a better story. There's that a point. The story has to take a backseat to just let Drew have it. Well, but you could also do this. And this is why I'm thinking maybe WrestleMania is not the right spot. Let Drew have his moment. He beats, you know, uh, Seth Rollins for the title. We finally get our second world heavyweight champion. Well, not really second, but you know what I mean. He can defend it at Backlash. He can... Money in the bank. This is where it comes interesting because you can do that thing where it's like, Hey, Damien... You got to ca- you got until Saturday to cash in or you got until yeah, you have until Saturday to cash in. 
Like, Isn't they, it what, can, you have until the end of Saturday to catch yeah, it or they something like that? Yeah, they can play that up. Or isn't it, if I remember correctly, it's you have till the end of the men's money in the bank yeah. match to cash it in. Yeah. And, and I what, swear, and what they random could, thing. One second. What they could do is have the men's match be the main event, have Drew defend the title. Hell, even if it's against Gun- Gunther, if that's the first one, Damien comes in, cashes in, you can give him a success, and then you can say, all right, triple threat, Damien, Gunther, Drew at Bash in Berlin, and that's where one of those win it off of Damien. Give him a success, yeah. you get a triple threat at Bash at Berlin, and then you could do it that way. Yeah. I mean, I was just going to put the absolute, Go ahead. Uh, the annoying way that I know that they've probably thought of doing. Uh-huh. Damien cashes in his money in the bank to win the briefcase again because he cashes in in the middle of the match. It was the first ever. Doesn't make it good. Do you... By the way, I mentioned it. Do you honestly think they should do the thing where Finn screws him and the contract is never in there and Finn has the contract I, I, the whole time? I don't think they should do that way. I think it should be during his cash-in one of the members of the Judgment Day accidentally screw him over. Mm-hmm. So you want a failed cash-in. Yeah, I, I lean more failed cash-in, mostly because I look at it this way. I think everyone in the Judgment Day is better without the Judgment Day. Yeah. Because at this point, I mean, like, Dom's already starting to get better than the entirety of Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Dom was by far the worst member when he first joined. Like, I need people to remember how bad Dom was when he first joined. Mm-hmm. This was, Dom couldn't do a 619 because he tried to act like his dad. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, Dom can actually wrestle Because he realized I'm not as short as my dad. Yeah, I'm not five foot four and a member of the Lollipop Guild. Rey Mysterio's shorter like, than five four, right? No, he's like five seven or something like that. He just looks really short because everyone around I'm him. I'm only is really an inch tall. taller than Ray. I thought he was shorter than me. Oh no, that's a reality check for me, Soapy. I am short. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing when you think about it in basketball. Isaiah, Tom- oh Isaiah Thomas is what like five ten. Oh, like he just looks really short because everyone around him tall. It's the same thing with how the- tall with is Ray. Dom? Like six foot, I think. He's six one. Oh, he's so much taller yeah. than me. Yeah, like, that's the thing. It's People don't realize, like, we think they look short until you see them around other people, and it's like, oh, holy crap, they're really tall. Mm-hmm. But, like, to me, I think it's the, if they need to use Damien's failed cash-in to accentuate the guys, all right, we're moving past Judgment Day, we don't need him anymore. Mm-hmm. Mostly because, to be honest, I think, and this is my genuine opinion about the entirety of the time we've had Mm-hmm. Judgment Day. I think Finn has been dragged down tremendously with it. He's a side act. Because the fact of... Yeah, well, he's become a side act. It's the mm-hmm. fact that when Finn first joined... And mind you, realistically, he was never getting back to the level he was at when he first got called up. Yeah. Like, let's be crystal clear there. We were never getting that Finn again. Well, let's be honest. NXT Finn Balor was baller. Yeah. Like, we're never getting NXT Finn Balor on the main mm-hmm. roster. Also, because one, he also doesn't really want to do the demon anymore, which sucks. But well, he didn't fair. even do the demon the second time. He did the prince because he had the jacket with the the red X on it. Yeah, but like, no, I'm talking about like just for yeah. general. You're talking like, original cool NXT. Yeah, of like, I mean, just even Finn in general. Mm-hmm. Of the last time we saw the demon, he got beat 
because the ring blew up. Was that the fiend? No, that was against Roman. Because remember, that's when they did the weird thing where like the heartbeat started when he was laying on the outside and he got up. Yeah. And then he got on the top rope and it just fell off. Yeah, he slipped. Oh, like, I remember that. That was so like, bad. What happened? Oh, that Which was I so love, bad. Like, the people kept trying to be like, that was a storyline. No, I guarantee the rope just broke. Yeah. No, and everyone's like, was... guys, guys, oh. what's the reason it broke? It's like, because it broke. Because it broke. It's like, I don't oh. anyone out there that has ever put together a ring. Mm-hmm. Rings fall apart so easy. It yeah. is actually insane how easy it is for a ring to fall apart. Well, you got to be able to easily take the turnbuckle off if you need to during a match. I mean, yeah, of course. It's got to be Chekhov's corner. You never know which corner is the one that could break. I got a question for you. Take the, take the mid-card titles, push them to the side, because I think crapshoots for each of those. Each of the main singles titles that we know of right now, Roman Cody, EO Bailey, Rhea Becky, Seth Drew... I'm going to be completely honest, Soapy. I agree with the, the crowd that is saying every one of these titles, I think, will change hands at Mania. I don't think every one of them will. Which I think one most doesn't? Of them will. I think Rhea's doesn't. Yeah, that's, how do you tell that? Like, what? I was thinking about this today with that one, because that's the one where I'm like, well, Rhea would keep it. How do you tell? So right now the story is Becky needs to prove she's the best by beating the best. Where does Becky go if she then loses to Rhea? Well, I'm not the best. I suck. And then that's the end of it. Hold on. I mean, you kind of give that almost for like the first time in a long time makes her the underdog. Because realistically, it could be, you know, Mm -hmm. like she underestimated Rhea. Mm -hmm. She went into it way too confidently because, Mm -hmm. I mean, she's been the one trash talking Rhea this entire time. Mm -hmm. Like Rhea's just been like, you're washed. Like, go away. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to show mommy what it's like to be on bottom this time. And it's just like, you know, with doing that, it's like, oh, she's going into it super confidently of where mm-hmm. I almost think this will add like a humbling aspect to the man character of like, I am beatable. I like the way you're going with this. And then Tiffany Stratton, we get Tiffy time in Toronto and she cashes in on Rhea Ripley. Tiffy time, baby. <laughs> I mean, hey, if we continue the trend of how women's money in the bank cash-ins go, it is the same night every time, without fail. Tiffy time, though, would be strapping a mega rocket to her. It'd be someone like Liv, right? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I mean, probably. I'm I'm thinking someone maybe maybe who's been around a while who deserves the the rub. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's... I'm still at the point of where, like, I'm... I'm way lower in a lot of wrestlers than a lot of people are the more I think about it. Yeah. I'm the same way with Liv. Of like, mm-hmm. I don't mind Liv. I think she's fine. But like, eh. Like, like, eh. Like, doesn't do it for me. So, like, here's the thing. If Becky doesn't win it, you got your money in the bank, obviously you'll get, like, wrestlers from uh, both sides. If we're looking at the female wrestlers, like, are you going to put it on an Oscar? Are you going to put it on a Bianca? Does Char- does Charlotte come back by Toronto? Is she cleared by Toronto? And she wins I mean, probably. the money At this point, she's standing in wrestling rings and running around, like... Could you, you imagine... Want, like, could you imagine if she her, came like, the Captain back... America Super Serum. If she came back, won money in the bank, and then cashed it in on Rhea? 
I genuinely think the internet would actually blow up. Not for a positive reason, but they'd be like, there's no actual shot that a, that Charlotte just did it again. Let's be honest. That would be funny, though. The reason why it would be funny, well, not funny, but interesting is if you both have Rhea and Bailey as champ by that time and Charlotte wins money in the bank, it legitimately creates a which way does Charlotte want to go? Does Charlotte want to go the way of because her and her and Bailey have history? Charlotte was the one that Bailey won the won the title off of, or snapped on when Bailey turned into her heel persona, which she's kind of still in now, which she's basically coming out of, or Rhea Ripley, who Charlotte and Rhea have WrestleMania beef with and have history together. Yeah, I definitely think don't put it on Charlotte. Like, and the only reason is just because everyone's tired of Charlotte at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, let Charlotte Plus kind Vince of play is, backseat. Vince is not at the helm. Well, I mean, even that, people also got to remember, though, Triple H also booked Charlotte like an absolute star. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not like, a, oh, well, like, he just hates Charlotte. Like, realistically, what I think they should start to do Mm-hmm. And I can actually kind of tie this back into Damien a little bit. Go ahead. Of with Charlotte, just have her take a back seat for a while. Yeah. She doesn't need to be a champion the second she comes back. Mm-hmm. Like use her to start elevating Other people talent. because realistically, well, because it's also because realistically, the part of the reason I think Becky's gonna lose. Mm-hmm. Is because the fact of I think Rhea losing to Becky is basically just kind of that big middle finger to the young talent. Yeah. Of like, no, like, yeah, you guys can be good and all and be way bigger stars than these guys. The four horsewomen still run everything. You know, this is their show. You know who would be my, and I say this unironically, like I said it before. You know who would be my first feud for Charlotte? And it would put over a young talent and it makes sense. Tiffany? Tiffy time because of the whole thing yeah. where she's even said that like literally you look at her and she's like a clone of Charlotte like As she looks she looks like Charlotte light and she has said that like she got into wrestling because of l- watching Charlotte Flair so like to me that's your storyline right there the up and comer nothing like Charlotte could be like you're never gonna be me you don't think you think you're like me you're not you're never gonna touch the queen like you give Tiffany some like some losses in the sense of like, hey, this road on the main roster ain't going to be all uh, cupcakes. But at the end of the feud, Tiffany wins and catapults her into, hey, I'm one of the big stars here on the main roster. Yeah, I think it's just I think with Tiffany, it's wait a little bit. Let her continue mm-hmm. to gain traction. Yeah. Because the fact well, of obviously the fans already love Tiffany and this like, wouldn't be until after July, maybe even like keep Charlotte out until like the latter of this year into rumble season. Well, Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, I don't rumble know. Charlotte's going to Charlotte's always going to come back way earlier than she should. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just the reason that I think that Becky's going to lose mm-hmm. and that when Charlotte comes back, she's not going to immediately be in the title picture is because I think they do want to start conditioning fans of being like, mm-hmm. Hey, Four horsewomen are not going to be around forever. Yeah. Well, one of them's gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. One of them's not there. We've heard one of them talk about retiring a couple times now. And Becky. Becky. Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte. We've like Charlotte just keeps getting hurt. 
Mm-hmm. Or it's like, okay, like, and I don't want to say age, because obviously I know Charlotte's not that old. But, like, you know, you can start telling, like, okay, the injuries durability. are starting to slowly catch up. Yeah, like, her durability, like, you can definitely tell she's not as durable as she used to be. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I mean, what, it was, she got hurt, what, doing the moonsault? Or was it getting ready to do the moonsault she got hurt? Or was that when she fell off the top rope and, like, hit her leg on the rope? Is that where she got hurt? Uh, I forget exactly the, the part that she got hurt at. But, like, it's realistically, they're getting to the point now where it's like, okay, like, they're not as durable as they used to be. I mean, Becky still can keep going. So, but like, once again, like, she we was, hear conversations of the retirement. She was going to stand on the top rope, Asuka's got her, and then, yeah, that was it. So, she was sitting on the top rope, Asuka went up to, like, do, like, the, you know, like, the suplex that they do off the top rope. When Charlotte stood up on the rope as they were getting like she lost balance, they pulled down and her leg like clipped the top rope. And it yeah, looked funny okay. as she was coming down. Yeah. And then that's where so she was like, like clutching her knee. Yeah. Ooh. And and that's the thing. It's just whoever whoever filmed this, yeah. by the way, you can literally see her mouth when she leans back, go ow, 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 ow. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I that Hurts. I'm like, I've literally, I, I can lip read. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I may not be great at lip reading. I can tell when people are hurt. So, Soapy, we, we've talked a lot about Damien. Let's move into a little bit because I want to make sure we get to this before we end. Uh, switching gears, going over to AEW All Elite Wrestling. Uh, Revolution's coming up, isn't it, next weekend? Not uh, this week, actually, but next week. This weekend. Is it? No, I think it is this week. Because the third is You're right. Saturday, right? You're right. So basically everyone's gonna be uh everyone's gonna be listening to this the day after the day of revolution. Um and so this is like a not predicting what will happen, but more of a greater conversation because of it. So I'm gonna read the tweet that you put in on our uh rundown from uh Sean Ross Sapp where it says Fightful Select asked about Hangman Page's status after the injury scare on AEW Dynamite. One talent said he's just good at his job and said he was fine backstage. The whole reason this was brought up, AEW Dynamite happens. It looks like there's a knee injury to Hangman. You can hear him on the broadcast saying, don't shoot me, don't shoot me to the camera guy. I watched the WrestleTalk news about it the day after where they were like, this could be a work, it could be a shoot. There were rumors of, well, he's got some personal life issues. I think his kid is sick, so like this is a write-out if he can't make the show and needs to miss the show and is not available for evolution. Some people are like, no, he's actually injured. So the question you wanted to ask, and I'll ask you for your answer, is the dirt sheets, the reporters basically. Do they over-report? Do, are we yes. over-reporting when it comes to wrestling? Yes. Please, just stop. <laughs> like, this goes out to reporters. This goes out to wrestlers. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Mm-hmm. I know, for instance, oh, we wouldn't have a whole lot to talk about in this show. I wouldn't care. Honestly, I wouldn't. The thing that bothers me the most Mm-hmm. Is the fact that it becomes like a situation of like everyone believed Hangman. Yeah. Of where we're like, oh God, he's actually hurt. That mm-hmm. sucks. Like, yeah, 
it shuts the people up on Twitter. They're like, AEW, everyone gets hurt in AEW. It shuts those people up. Jesus. But at the same time, you ready for it? Uh-huh. If it turns out that he's not hurt, that just shows Hangman's good at wrestling. What? You mean to tell me that the guy everyone crapped on because of, you know, like, his interaction with Punk is a good wrestler? <gasps> Say it ain't so. <laughs> I... Sorry, for... For, for context of why this type of stuff just annoys me, uh-huh. is I don't I don't know if you read it, an absolute wall of text that I put in the wrestling chat that then mm-hmm. I immediately followed it up with the I ain't reading all that. <laughs> so so you I didn't read that yourself. <laughs> no, that was the because I literally put above it. Uh, get ready to mark down a swear. I was like I'm putting this here before you heads do. Yeah. Because for anyone who doesn't know that it, it's a thing I ended up starting in the discord of if <laughs> I did it to retro. You're the only one who does it, by text. the way. You're the only one I ever see. No, use Jake it. did it for a little bit. OK, Jake did it for a little bit because we started doing it to retro because for yeah. anyone who's in the discord and they know retro retro yeah, puts like these walls clippers, of text, especially yeah, we get clippers. walls of text. It is. You got to scroll to get past it. <laughs> and just every time I just put the picture like, man, I ain't reading all that. That's the that's the what the Keanu Reeves from Cyberpunk image. Yeah, it's the yeah, yeah it's the man. I'm reading all that. Man, I'm happy for you. Were sad that happened. Like, you know, for instance, like mm-hmm. I had put in there. Oh, like a lot of people just hate Hangman for that. Like they just hate Hangman for stuff that happened with Punk. Which realistically, one grow up, get over it. It's happened. It's over. Shut Whoa. Up. Yeah, you see what I mean when I said wall of text. Yeah, mind you, that was all initially going to be one paragraph, but Discord's like, no, you can't do that. That's not one message, buddy. I love how... Did you do this on your phone, by the way? No. After each one, one of three, two of three. Yeah, three no, I did three. I did that when I was writing it out. I just never deleted it. Oh, that's funny. I was like, was he afraid that one of us were going to, like, interject? So he's like, this is the second part to it. Yeah, no, it was, I wrote them all out first, mm-hmm. and then I just started copy and pasting them from, like, because I have a separate Discord that if I write massive amounts of wall text, that I just copy and paste it from there. This is like, but I didn't know you could write this much, so I've never seen you write this much. I can write that much. The problem is I never talk that much on the Discord anyways. Yeah. Unless you get me started on a topic I'm passionate about, which is shutting people up, apparently. Yeah. I literally then also underneath my own picture of saying I ain't reading all that of them. Like mm-hmm. that whole wall of text to me yapping is just saying stop the doom and gloom stuff with AEW. Yeah. Well, I mean, so but, the one thing I will say, and I'm going to come at this from a different side. The thing that I hate about the dirt sheets, and it kind of happened with CM Punk, the over-reporting that I hate is when it comes to the either over-speculation or like the I need to be right about now let's be honest i fall into this too i was so happy when i was right about punk i told everyone oh he's showing up everyone doubted me yeah. and it felt I didn't so hear good about to be it right until i went home and i still heard about it when i went home it's it felt so good so good to be right i soapy i was so happy with myself i edited and everyone on twitter saw it i edited our segment going into the the video that we took from the from the event so uh yeah, let's just say I like being right. I get the appeal. But I feel like with the dirt sheets, it's like 
they want to know who's going to return exactly when to where it's like, when we talk, it's, it's like, I'll be like, Oh, like I'll throw out this and it's complete fan speculation. And I'll get whether it's you or whether it's Dave or whether it's Jake, whether it's someone just, no, no, no. They already know when he's going to come. It's going to be here. It's like, but so, so, so we can't, we can't speculate on it anymore. We, we yeah, can't no, speculate I, on I things now. Yeah, like, I, I fully agree. Like, mind you, I will say this. I am going to be on record. I don't hate Sean Ross Sapp. There are a few times... I'm not saying I hate like, anybody, eh. by the way. Yeah, no, like, I'm not... Yeah, we don't hate anyone yeah. here, aside from the person who, you know, sent me the, the message, uh, who also got the second <laughs> half of the message wrong, by the way. Uh, play but, again for everyone. I mean, let, let's hear that voice a second yeah, time. You know, yeah, just, just a reminder. Well, 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 Soapy Muffin. You know what's so weird? He sounds like a dude that I knew in real life uh, when I was a uh, a young little uh, a young little bound to be teacher, and I was uh, learning the ropes. One of the schools I was working at, he sounds like the assistant director at uh, at that school. To where I'm like, hmm, is that you, Mister R? Uh, but go ahead, with what you were saying? Yeah, like it's to me. Like I like I get I get it's always gonna be a thing, especially with you know social media presence and the fact that wrestlers talk. That, you know we're never gonna really have a lot of surprises anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the only way we'll ever have a surprise is literally if only two people know about it. Yeah. But like, cause my thing is, and this is genuinely where I come from with this. Mm-hmm. The reason that I say wrestlers need to shut up. Mm-hmm. Is because the fact of realistically, the enjoyment of wrestling comes from sometimes at least you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like for instance, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I can use a prime example of something that I felt like I was robbed of an actual genuine moment. Mm-hmm. It was about maybe three, four years ago or so at the Royal Rumble. Okay. When Edge came back. To me. Like, obviously, I was happy to see Edge no matter what. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, little kid me is like, Edge is back, oh my god! But, like, sitting there afterwards, like, you know, once the adrenaline of, like, oh my god, I actually mm-hmm. get to see Edge in a ring again, that situa- like that kind of mindset of, like, imagine how much more excited I would have been if, if I didn't, didn't know. know he was... Yeah, if I didn't know he was going to be here. Mm-hmm. To me, that is something that obviously I know people can be like, oh, just don't follow the dirt sheets. The problem is, if you're on Twitter and interact at all with wrestling, mm-hmm. you see them. They're everywhere. Yeah. And, like, and obviously, I know it's the whole thing of, like, you know, people will bring it up of, like, oh, like, well, a lot of AEW wrestlers do, which is also why that's my biggest critique of AEW, of their wrestlers just need to shut up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I say it in the nicest way I can. Sometimes people just need to shut up. It happens in WWE. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that's the nicest way I can tell you is just shut up because Mm -hmm. all you're doing is just taking the excitement away. Because it's like, okay, it takes the excitement of like the genuine surprise of someone showing up Mm -hmm. and just replaces it with the, oh, excitement of I know they're going to be there. And like, and the only reason it bothers me to no end Mm -hmm. is the fact of I'd rather be surprised someone showed up then be like, oh, well, I just know they're going to be here because they said, oh, this guy just so happened to be in the city. And I mean, look at the CM Punk moment. 
right there and then how great that moment was. And like, I I hate to say this. I know that he spoke about it recently and he said that like older him would be upset about it, but now he's a different person with Randy. I don't know if you saw that quote where he's like older. Randy would have got PO'd that like punk came in and overshadowed my return. Cause it was supposed to be a big thing, but like now him who he is now is different. Like, Hey, they're two different things. And it was still a great moment um, for him and everything. But it's like, everyone's like, Oh, we know Randy's coming back. Nobody knew punk. Well, I knew punk was coming back, but that's besides the point. Uh, nobody knew punk was coming back to where it was like when it happened, even though I was like, I was right. I was still super excited because Sophie, I could say I knew for sure. I didn't know for sure. I was just very confident. I was I mean, blind was confidence in myself. It was like none of us knew. Mm-hmm. And that like, to me, that's what made it special. Like my, I wasn't as excited as the rest of you guys. Cause I'll admit I'm a self-admitted punk hater. It has nothing <laughs> to do with AEW stuff. Like, it's just like that. That's a whole separate thing. Am, am that's I, why every time. Are you going to agree with what is it? Luke Owen of wrestle talk that the Steiner math promo is a better promo than the pipe bomb. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> one of those is planned and the other one isn't. <laughs> I will say when he reasoned it and was like, Whenever someone thinks about TNA, they think about Steiner math and it completely like, I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're right. It is. I I hate, I hate to be the guy. It is more iconic. Like we associate, you know, the, the pipe bomb with Mm -hmm. being like this, all this big F you Vince and like, we're pulling the curtain back from it being fake. And then Steiner math is just like, I actually just watched a band (laughs) fail at math live on TV. You take my 33, my, my 33 to third chance and your 33 to third chance. You put that together at 66 to third chance. He knows he can't beat me. <laughs> I love how, uh, what was his name? The little dude. What was his name? Oh, Petey Williams. Petey Williams. He's like sitting there going. <laughs> he's yeah, counting on like, his. <laughs> yeah, little Steiner is sitting there just counting on his fingers, trying to keep up with it. Like. Genuinely, guys, even the math part is not the best part of it. Watch how confused everyone is in the promo. Because no one in there knows where he's going with this. Uh, also, you can tell also, he, he loses the script like 10 seconds in. What about what about uh, what about Scott and uh, Bubba with the English? Um, <laughs> yeah. Big Buddha out English. I'm the big Buddha. I'm the big English. <laughs> yeah, because for the I got freaks eight days a week. <laughs> Scott, there's seven days in a week. <laughs> seven days in a week. Like, I need people to understand how <laughs> iconic Scott Steiner promos are. Scott Steiner may be a kind of meh. He may be kind of <laughs> eh in ring. That man is potentially the funniest unintentional funny wrestler uh. ever. Because there is no way you can tell me that someone can sit through Steiner math <laughs> and not find that to be like the funniest promo ever. I'll be honest, I think Braun picked up on his uh on his delivery that, and his humor. That's the thing. <laughs> and Steiner math runs through the genes of the family. 
if eventually Brian no, has a thinking kid about you. We're and- thinking about us in the shower. Yeah. Uh, wolf dogs. That's a bad name. <laughs> wolf think dogs. About three, three, four weeks. We've been a team for two. It felt like it was longer. <laughs> it felt like it was longer. Like, like it's that's the thing. Like, but back to the dirt sheets. Yeah. As much as I love talking about Scott Steiner's promos, oh, it's it's the reason I can't. I don't want to say can't stand because, like, I admit I, mm-hmm. I actively look stuff up. Mm-hmm. I am a person of like I don't mind spoilers for the most part. Yeah, but there are genuinely times of where, like, when I'm watching a wrestling event. I don't want to know the outcome of something. Mm-hmm. Like Ricky has seen it firsthand. I have an uncanny ability to call the stuff that's going to happen in wrestling. Especially if it's a Roman Reigns match. Especially if it's Kevin Owens in an empty stadium. I know there's a golf cart coming. <laughs> Especially if it's a uh, solo Sequoia match. Yeah, I know he's going to thumb someone. <laughs> Especially if Cody's yeah, in know- that match. Yeah, I know if there's going to be interference from the bloodline, it's some it's Solo's big ass is going to come out there in a sweatshirt. I'm someone take the hoodie off like I couldn't tell it was going to tell us that he hates Matt. Do we need we need solo versus Braun so bad. (laughs) He needs to undeactivate his Twitter. (laughs) I need to see the I hate math tweets again and the I hop tweets. I hate math. Oh, but no, this is like to me, I think it's one of those things of where there are times of where like I do like watching when companies mess with the beat writers. Mm hmm. When like they'll tell him one thing, and you could realistically you like how Trips did with CM Punk. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, well, like when Trips did with CM Punk, like WWE's the main one who does it. They always mess with the dirt sheets Mm -hmm. all the time. Like when they did the whole thing where people were like, "Oh, like Jay could win the match on on Monday, or maybe not Monday. I forget exactly what." Apparently, apparently he was scheduled to win that until five p.m. that the day that Raw. Yeah, see, that's where I'm like, like he. That's where I think they're messing with their sheets because there's mm-hmm. no way you have a you have Gunther just lose the belt on a random Monday. I'd be here for it. I'd be here for it. I mean, I, I would also be here for it. I but. miss the days where I could tune into a random Raw as a little boy and get a title change. I just think it's the way they built Gunther up. It would not be a random Monday that he mm-hmm. loses it. But like, that's the thing. To me, I just enjoy. You know, when there's surprises in wrestling. I like going into things without knowing it. As much as I also am a self-admitted person that will say, I look up spoilers for stuff. But it's just, to me, there are so many times of where, like, someone will do a storyline and I start Mm -hmm. getting interested. I'm like, oh, like, okay, what are you going to do with this? And then a report comes out, by the way, they faked that. That's not real. Like, just (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Like, there are times where you know, like, it didn't, like, it's not actually happening. Like, when they mm-hmm. did the whole thing when it's like, Jay is leaving WWE, and it's like, yeah. oh my eyes, he, it's cooked, they're done. And then it's just, everyone, everyone's literally like, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah, not happening, no, they're not. Yeah. Like, the just whole, literally, they were back the next week. Like, let's be honest, the whole thing with Drew, where it's like, well, Drew's contract is not, been, it's like, do you think they'd be letting him do half the stuff that he's doing if he yeah. wasn't re-signed or like or didn't have time added on because of injury? Like Yeah, I definitely think I think for a good chunk of the time, I do think that was an actual thing of like he wasn't signed. As soon as they started building him up to mm-hmm. be the person to like to fight Seth at Mania, I'm like he's re-signed. Yeah. 
it's the same thing of how, like, when people try to play into the, like, oh, well, MJF isn't signed, and all that, and it's like, no, he's signed. Because there's no way... I'm gonna hold that hope, Tony Khan would look... And you can hold that hope all you want. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's no way that you let someone actively talk about leaving your company live on, like, live on your show mm-hmm. for, like, two years <sighs> without knowing they're locked down. Is it bad of me to say I could see it more for AEW because I, out of the two wrestling promotions, if you asked me who's got the weakest backbone, I would say Tony Khan. Oh, by far it's Tony. Yeah. Like, like I could see him having such a weak backbone to where it's like, he lets you do it even though. Yeah, it's the only counterpoint to that is Tony has been shown like, he will step in when he has to. Mind you, there's a lot of times someone needs to do that for Tony and be like, yeah. Tony. Like when he's wearing a down. fur hat and talking about how they're the safest well, company I mean, that is. Yeah, like that. Like, let's not say you know, that... things we can't take back, Tony. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, when we have uh, Chris NDA Jericho on the roster. <laughs> NDA but, Jericho. Yeah, but like when we have that running around. Mm-hmm. But like. I mean, it's also at the same time, and I'm not trying to be an AEW defender, because I've talked about in the Discord, I am more of a WWE fan. Yeah. I come off like an AEW <laughs> fanboy, because I'm the only human being that defends them in the Discord. The, the boy who, uh, who who we played this clip said, you like the other company. Yeah, because, you know, someone paid him to save the other company, and then also told him the wrong sports team. Well, no, no, right no, he told him the right sports team. He just screwed He told him the right sports team. He just couldn't remember it. When <laughs> he screwed it driving. up he's still in developmental. Yeah. Well, like, you know, for instance, to me, like, I am more of a WWE fan. Mm-hmm. I will accept criticism uh, criticism of AEW mm-hmm. if it's actual criticism. You know, criticism. Yeah. Surprise, surprise for people out there when you say, like, oh, constructive criticism it's like, okay, what's your constructive criticism? If your constructive criticism is your show sucks, mm, that's not constructive. That's not constructive. Is it bad? It's not even criticism. Is it bad that I just think commentary for them for Dynamite should just be Taz and Shivani? I think it should be, I think, I forget what his name is. I think it's Kevin Kelly. I think it should be Kevin Kelly, Taz, and Shivani. Okay. Because you and I are on the I same mean, page. Like, we can't stand Excalibur. Yeah. It bugs me. I, getting fine with Excalibur the only thing is to me I explain it this way mm-hmm. he does the same thing that like and I use this as an example and it may not make sense to some people some mm-hmm. it may he does like sort of the same thing that Michael Cole does mm-hmm. and it's a thing that bothers me with WWE storytelling of where like I've talked about this before maybe mm-hmm. not on the show or even in the discord but I know yeah. I've talked about it with people mm-hmm. like with AEW storytelling of they're basically they expect you to use I mean, I'm gonna sound like I'm being an ant they expect you to like okay use your common sense buddy alright we've mentioned this before like to me I don't like when it's if someone debuts and like they rattle off all their stuff it's like okay mm-hmm. that's fine like you could just do that in a promo or like mm-hmm. you can just have like a hype package or something for them mm-hmm. I don't like Excalibur over explains every move. It's the same way, and I don't like when Michael Cole spoon feeds me the story happening on screen. He's like, All right, dummies, sit in your high chair. You're a baby. I'm going to feed you what's happening. So the tribal chief is Roman, and it's like, Okay, I know. I know. I know he's Samoan. I know. 
Like, the Rock comes out. Oh, oh, oh! It's the Rock! It's the Rock! It's Roman's cousin! I, I would, I would never know. I would never know he's Samoan or that he's the Rock. When it says the Rock behind him on the big LED screen, that reads the Rock. The Rock. I would never know. Like that's what I mean. I don't like when commentators over-explain mm-hmm. things. It's like I don't want to be spoon-fed like every little bit of information because one, yeah. I'm an adult. I'm an I, adult. I can use my brain. Like I can't do that. I'm a man. I'm forty. I can't I'm do that. I'm not even forty yet. I'm forty. I'm yeah. close. I'm about six years off. Yeah. So like I'm what seventeen years off. So I'm not close enough yet. You're twenty three. Yeah, gonna be 24 this year. Man, you're old. Yeah, I know. You're older than every time I, I I just always like so here's the problem with me. You, Jake, all the ones that are like older than Dave and I that I talk to, in my mind, you guys just never age. Like I remember I was talking I to my mean, girlfriend once, she's like, How old is your friend? I'm like, Well, he's got he about I know he was talking once about how his like twenty first birthday come out. He's got to be like at least he's twenty one. Like, <laughs> like twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. Hey, so there you guys go. Now, now you got the soapy lord on. Yeah, twenty three turning twenty four this year. Man, yeah. you and I You're are getting close cool. to the age I- of twenty five and onward, where I just start getting new updates that just like something <laughs> doesn't work now. I'm already there, bud. I'm already there. Yeah, I'm gonna hit twenty five. I'm gonna stand up. They're like, ooh, actually. Don't do that. I'm just glad that, like, I'm just glad it's not, like, my back. And, like, sometimes I'll get some, like, weird popping in my knees, but it's nothing to where it's, like, huge pain. And maybe that's because I never did, like, a sport or anything. And I was, you know, sitting down in my chair drinking Mountain Dew playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, I mean, I already kind of have it with my shoulder Mm because that it's the shoulder that got... It's my collarbone that got broken. It got hurt when you were wrestling. Yeah, when I got power bombed directly on my shoulder. Because mm-hmm. mind you, for those of you, I mean, if you want to see how large of a human being I am, all you have <laughs> to do is just watch the video we recorded in Hell, <laughs> aka Dave's basement. Yeah, I'm a rotund man. <laughs> mind you, I wasn't as rotund in high school. Yeah, but like, I don't know how much trouble I can get into if I talk about that. I legally. I mean, Air quotes legally went to a wrestling school when I wasn't technically legal age to go to a wrestling not, school. You're not mentioning the wrestling school. Yeah, I went to a school for wrestling. They have lied about my age. Mm-hmm. No. That's on you, not on them. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people did, though. Hey, well, Jor- I mean, Jordan Gray started wrestling when she was 14. Yeah. Well, I mean, some states are more lenient about it. I think mm-hmm. Michigan was one of the ones that, like, there's a certain age limit you have to yeah. be. Usually but it's, like, 16. I don't... Yeah, it's, like, 16 to 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I got power bomb. The, the guy picked me up for a power bomb. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I know how to take these. I know how to Until take Until the guy these. turned me, and I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> yeah, and instead of, you know landing flat on my back, mm-hmm. all of my weight on my body landed on my collarbone. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, no, something was wrong pretty quickly. It's not one of those, like, guys, the adrenaline kicked and I didn't feel anything. No, I cried like a little baby on that mat until someone was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm crying like a baby. No, I am you, not fine. You didn't have adrenaline in your soul? 
Oh, and it was not something something Cody wrote. Every fight uh, was not there. out of control. Yeah, I was not doing it to get them <laughs> on their feet or get them off their feet. The crowd was here about to blow, ready for you they to start not, the show. They were not. They were not there ready for that at all. The curtain lights come up continue. above. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> They all showed up to watch me explode my collarbone. Oh, I'm like no, I'm like, like that's the thing, you know. Just, mm-hmm. you know, the second my collarbone got hurt, I was like, you know what? No, I'm not cut out for this. Maybe no, you I, know what? Maybe I don't want to be a wrestler. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If that's gonna happen to be a lot, no, I don't think so. <laughs> not built for this. Oh, well, Soapy. Actually, since I said well, play one more time because he actually says the word well. All right, sorry, I gotta get to it. Well, 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 Soapy Muffin. Well, 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 Soapy Muffin. Looks like that's where we're gonna end the podcast today. A little lengthy of a podcast today. How long do you think we went? I'm gonna say an hour and a half. Yeah, undershot. It's about an hour thirteen, I think. I think we're okay. sitting an hour thirteen. We, I did not expect the Damien stuff to be like forty minutes. That was a great conversation we had. Uh, this is where you guys come in, obviously. Let us know down below what you guys think. Hit that sub button if you love the podcast. Hit the like button if you liked it. If you want to support us, Patreon link is down below. You can also join the greatest community in the universe. Talk with all of us, like myself, like Soapy, like Retro, like Jake, all of our wrestling chatters in the wrestling uh, chat in the Discord down below. That is for free. Click the link. As for Soapy, thank you, brother man, for... Uh, Oh, yeah, for another podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm switching up on you, macho man. Well, yeah, we're going to be out of here, but we'll be back, like, in, uh, what, two weeks? In two weeks. In two weeks, brother. Two weeks from this recording. Brother, we're going to be back in two weeks. Make sure to say your prayers and eat your vitamins, brother, because you got to do it, brother. Podcast in a year, brother. Or else I'm going to pull you out. I'm going to pull you out of the wreckage of a car with my NWO shirt on, brother. That is still (laughs) the funniest tweet I've seen in so long. That that tweet is so Imagine being in a car crash. You're you're close to death. Ears ringing. Your your vision comes back and you see Hulk Hogan reaching out in an NWO shirt. Grab my hand, brother. (laughs) Like that tweet is still so good. I'm here to save you, brother. But that's going to do it. The internet's made for it. That's going to do it for Heel Talk. Thank you guys for everything you do. We'll be back in two weeks. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Bye.